Uh, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Couldn't Share Less. I'm Britt. And I am Roisin. And, and we've got Sophie sitting over here on the whiteboard, on the floor, listening to us record. Yeah. She'll she, chime in when she wants to. That's when okay. she feels like it. And this week we're going to be talking about a hostage. I thought it said hostage. Hostage? Oh, sorry. Shit. So okay. close. No, it does say hostage. That, yeah. That, that makes hostage? Hostage. That Ho- makes way more sense. Hostage. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Rosh, in your opinion, do you think a host stage is necessary or I not? Don't, um, I don't know. Necessarily about necessary, but right. it's definitely something we've all been through. Hey, I think post, you just do it. It just kind of makes you feel a bit better. <laughs> I think it's either post or pre relationship. Yep. This day in this day and age, it's usually inevitable. Whether it be one weekend or a three to five year thing or a lifestyle, you know what? It's it's it, it's going to happen. Definitely one of the three. One of the three. <laughs> yeah, we just we just want to let off steam. Everyone has needs that need to be met. Yeah. Sexually and emotionally. Yeah. And it's just if you can do it, why wouldn't you? Yeah. And especially like now in today's day and age, yeah. it's just so accessible. Yeah. But on to our first topic, which I think is very important to talk about mm. transactional sex. Mm. Because let's be real, sometimes you just want to have sex with a random person yeah. and not have to worry about all the emotions and everything in between. Absolutely. Because, you know, I've had that, I've done that, I've done it for a while now. It's great for a certain amount of time. For me personally, yeah, yeah. I just think, um, Get your needs out of the way. Get your shit out of the way. But with transactional sex, I think there's just a ploy of other things that come with it. It's part of like having sex because you can. And trying to figure out who you are as Mm -hmm. like a sexual person, as like a romantic person. Mm -hmm. It's about kind of just getting yourself out there and Mm -hmm. trying it. And there's not really, like, for, for us, at least, there hasn't been, like, bad consequences necessarily. They are for lots of people, yeah. but for most people, it's just kind of, like, a thing you do. And you don't really want to talk about it. You yeah. don't want to admit the fact that you're a bit of a slut for a while, yeah. but everyone was. <laughs> yeah. And it's been, I think now, because of social media, phones, the internet, whatever, you have such an easy access to mm. it. Whereas back in the day you would kind of have, have you had to try so <laughs> fucking hard, man. You have to get doled up. You have to go out. You'd have to try and find someone <clears throat> and then go off from there. And then you could usually like people would hear about it and they'd be like, Oh, well, don't go out with her or don't go out with him. He's a slut. Yeah. Where now it's just like no strings attached. You can be super honest most people, anyway. You can yeah. be honest. You'd be like, I want this, this, and this. Yeah. Do you yeah. want this? And they'd be like, you can be yes or no. I've always kind of felt like, like, in terms of casual sex, mm. it's kind of like, if you trust them, like, you know, after, I know it's weird to think that after talking to them for a bit, you can just kind of trust them. But you know when someone's a shit person and when they're not, like, yeah. and you can just kind of have that. And you know, both of you know that's going to be the relationship. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it. Well, it's funny because I've done Tinder and I've done Bumble, whatever dating apps you want to do. And I've had guys come over to my place and we've done what we've With wanted to do. 
Absolutely not. Wild. It was while I was living out of home. <laughs> oh, um, can you imagine in my household with my parents no. present, some guy no. coming over no. and just being like, oh my God, hi. But a lot of my friends have done that. Yeah, and wild. they've expected that the person's lived out of home and they've walked in and the parents are like, oh, nice to meet you. And like, they've just been traumatized. Absolutely traumatized. Anyway, not the point of the story. I had, <laughs> I haven't had more than a one night stand. Mm. And I, it was, I happened once and it was a guy I met out. Mm. It wasn't even through Tinder or Bumble yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. But on, in the same respect, I had a guy come to my place when I was living at a home and he shamed me. Oh, shut up. For having him over. He goes, you didn't, we didn't really, we like chatted for a week. And I was like, yeah, I mean like I, this is what I want out of this. I don't want to, I don't want you to take me out. And he was like. I could be a murderer. And I was like, don't tell me that. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's just like, get over it. I mean, the, the, the time when I had a Tinder date and mm. I showed up and he had five of his friends with him. <laughs> Didn't you guys just like hang out? Yeah, it was like, it was fine. They were nice dudes and I had a good date. Like yeah. it was fine, but it was just like, it was still kind of shocking. Did but anyway. Any, did anything progress from that? No, no. It was just a hangout. Yeah. Oh, that's wholesome. That's quite awesome. I'm still like kind of friendly. It's it's good. They're, they're nice dudes. But anyway, they're also <laughs> you can't ignore the fact that it makes you feel like shit. Yeah. You know. It wears off. And like, and especially like when I was starting to do it, like I, my first sexual experiences were casual. Yeah. And it, I cried. Oh. Like after every single one, I had to call a friend and just cry about it, and it was nothing to do like. The dudes weren't bad people. Yeah. They were fine people, but I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, I was so confused. Yeah. And, like, we've talked about my fucking hang-ups before, but yeah. it was just, like, it was just a very strange, guilty, yes. heavy feeling. Yeah. This unintentional feel of guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not doing anything wrong. No, but it just, like, afterwards you're just kind of so... And, like, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but just... It just feels shit. There's no aftercare. Sometimes it just feels shit. But there's no aftercare. Yeah. There's no... You're not connecting on an emotional level in which you would in a relationship. Mm. Um, And maybe some... I know a lot of women who don't want that. They don't want the aftercare. Yeah. They don't want someone to cuddle them. They're like, cool. Thanks, man. Bye. Yeah. Which is totally valid. Even, like, I kind of fiend like I've, I've fiend the affection i've fiend the emotional connection for 12 hours you know and then yeah. i go home and i'm like well i know this isn't going anywhere yeah and it just kind of like it's just really alienating yeah, and especially like because maybe you could do that 20 years ago and yeah. you wouldn't see any of that shit but when you go home with someone or you hang out with someone you add them on everything yeah and then you keep seeing it yeah you can see everything and it just kind of makes you feel a bit shit. Yeah. Do you think that that creates self-doubt? And you go, why aren't I... Even though you Absolutely. have participated, you are mm. an equal part in the transaction, mm. you have unintentionally, subconsciously felt invalid. Yeah, of course. So let's talk about why I think a host stage is important. So yes, with transactional sex, it's... It gets your needs met. It, you don't have to see that person again, which can sometimes be a blessing. Mm. But I think it also 
helps you find out things about yourself that you don't think you know, if that makes sense. I don't know I, if that yeah. makes sense. And also, like, it helps build sexual confidence. Yeah. Like, and, and you, you have, you're in situations where you have to deal with things that you haven't necessarily dealt with before. Yeah. And it just kind of makes you realize it. You learn more about yourself sexually. Yeah. And it's kind of weird because you're not close with the person, mm. but also having that anonymity kind of makes you feel more confident to maybe deal with things or try things that you wouldn't necessarily do. And I think it's good that you can learn what you want and what you don't want. Mm. And you know, there's a little, I know from all my sexual experiences, I've learned things where it's like, I love that. I fucking hate that. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that is, yeah. Sometimes men just be really hot and you just want to fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's good. And I'm sure that it is the same on the other end. And then you can like, yeah, absolutely. It is like, we're two women talking about it, but as if, Dudes it's the same like, thing. Yeah. And, like, I see someone walk past. I'm not going to say hello to him, but I'm like, I'm I feel good about it. Fuck yeah, I got yeah. him. Have you... Oh, the awkward interaction afterwards is so funny. I... Personally, oh. I get so... I think that uncomfortable situations can be freaking hilarious. They are so funny. They're so funny. <laughs> I... The first ever one night stand I ever had wasn't planning on it. It just happened. Yeah. I went home with a guy yeah. from a club who ended up knowing a bunch of my co-workers. I was like, oh my God, no. And I was meant to go home. I went home with him and I'm like, I can't stay over. I've got to get up in the morning and take my sister Dang, to work. you just went home. I was just like, I need to go home. And he's like, no, like stay. And I was like, I'll stay for a cuddle and then I'll go home. And it was like a film. We fell asleep and then I like panic woke up at like five in the morning and I was like I need to go I need to go I need to go and he's like no like I'll make you breakfast and I was like I need to leave and I felt horrible I ended up leaving my earrings there and he messaged me he's like hey you left your earrings here I'm like this was not a ploy I was not planning on coming back because like I've done that before I'm like Mm. I'll leave a little thumb thumb and he can call me and I was like no this was not it at all (laughs) he came into work no the next day he knew where I worked he came into my work and like gave me my earrings and I was like, you're a beautiful human, but please let's never talk about this again. Well, like one and time, I, yeah, I think his mum knew who I was. I was like, no, one time. Oh, just talking about like the awkward aftermath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he walked past my work and I hid. Oh, and you and I in told... a place where you can't hide. <laughs> what do you I just, mean? I ducked down. And oh, did he like walk up? And he's like, "Hey, Rosh." No, nah, he didn't say anything. <laughs> they just over. they just walked past. He oh, was with his no. friend, who like, and I got along with them really well, but I just couldn't be bothered. Oh, and I gosh. I ducked down, and the girl I was working with was mm. like, "Oh, he's hot, Rosh," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Oh, and she's you. like, "Yeah, he saw you hide," and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck!" And I just hid. I couldn't. I didn't know how to deal with it. Oh no. Uh, oh, that's oh well. So funny. I so personally, I think it's an even balance between good and bad. Good. Unless it's the thing is, is that we're both lucky to have had good experiences with it because obviously having casual sex yeah. is dangerous in terms yeah. of sexual assault and yeah. like STIs and shit like that. Very like you true. can't ignore that. Like no, personally, none of us have had that experience. Yeah, but even there's been things where like someone that I've gone home with 
has been too violent during sex and it's it's scary you yeah. know and it's it's just not something that i'm used to and i'm like well, maybe if we were together like we could talk about it but we're not and you're putting this on me and i'm so lucky and i'm sure you would say the same yeah that we haven't had those bad experiences but there are so many people who have what limits do you set for yourself and how do you even set up a communication path if you don't know them for someone that you're yeah. having casual sex with and yeah. even on the first go what do you yeah. because I find that really interesting I went home with a guy or he pretty much booty called me and I recognized it was a booty call I knew it was yeah and you know I said to him I I felt so insecure and awkward on how to ask how do I know what you like and I mm. even had to say mm. I'm like so sure. do you have any kinks do you have anything sure you specifically like to do that is such an awkward conversation to have and but and he's like do what you want i'm like i don't know where my limits are let's just go pv babe (laughs) (laughs) just insertion yeah (laughs) he's just like what but like it's it's such an awkward conversation to have and it is and i i've i've never done that with a person yeah like and like a one night stand person Mm -hmm. because there's no point like if someone you get into it most of the time you're drunk i don't know yeah you you just go home with them and you sleep with them and if they do something weird you just go stop it and they Uh usually stop it unless they don't and they keep trying to choke you but (laughs) that was only one time (laughs) (laughs) oh Let's talk about like limitations because there was one experience I had where I said to a guy, ease up. Yeah. He was, he tried to get rough and Mm. I was like, listen, Mm. ease up a bit. And he's like, nah, you like it. And I almost slapped him across the face. And that's what makes it scary, especially for women. Like obviously men kind of have a different experience because not necessarily because they're better people, like different people, yeah. but it's just because the social expectations that we have, mm-hmm. men kind of have more power in that kind of realm. But I think women, I know a lot of women I know expect men to take the lead. Certainly. So it's yeah, very, sure. there's a very fine line with consent and being dominant mm. because on one hand, you got to oh, be absolutely. like, is that, is it okay? Yeah. But cause like I know, I'm a very dominant person in my everyday life. Yeah, obviously so same. We're, we're all very dominant people, I mm. think. Sophie so sexually as well. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you want a man, like I like a man who takes control. Sure. And he's like, come here. I'm like, <laughs> So, um, but in the same respect, it's like you don't push it too hard. No. Like throw me across a room, but like be nice about it. If that, if that makes, which I think is quite a common thing, but like I had to tell this guy and I was like, fucking ease up mate. Yeah. Cause you're hurting me. Yeah. And he's like, nah, you like it. And I was like, I fucking don't get out of my house. And And he's like, Oh oh my God. Oh, sorry. And it's, you look like a psycho because you're like, stop it. I don't like it. And he's like, Oh no, but you love it. And I'm like, don't tell me what I like. I'll tell you what I like. And that's it. Yeah, and it's just switch the roles. Like I, I understand that kind of stuff in terms like if you're in a relationship with someone, but if you're just meeting someone and hooking up with them, you can't do that. It was a total stranger. Yeah, exactly, and it's kind of I don't know. And I mean, you can't ignore the impact that widespread pornography has had on that. 
You of know? course, yeah. So that's why men do that, because pornography is really violent. And that's all they can go off a lot of the time. Yeah, and sure. I think that the the way women talk about sex and the way that men talk about sex are very different. Absolutely. I feel like there's this weird, unexpected, um, super masculine way to talk about sex against men. But even... With, amongst men, sorry. Yeah. Um, where with women, it's like, yeah, like, I'm down for A, B, and C, but I also would like to be cuddled. Yeah. And I obviously we're not talking for all women here, but I know a lot of girls are like that aftercare is really important. Yeah, but even like someone that I um was involved with mm. a little while ago, he was like I said something to him. I was like I feel really uncomfortable around your friends because I'm scared that you've talked about it. and he's like do you think oh. that I talk about having sex with you to my friends? And I was like yeah. yeah, and he's like, I don't. Why would I do that? Like, that's between us. Yeah, and so like, you can't just lump all these men together. Of course. Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of, am lucky because I've yeah. had relationships with men who are genuinely very kind about it, and they private. They yeah, exactly. They they, they make it private because they understand that that's what makes everybody most comfortable. Like, and but at the same time, I'm sh- absolutely certain there are men that have said everything under the that sun I've done, to their you friends. Know? Well, it's. How do you establish a level of respect through a casual partner? Mm, Sure. And especially Sophie's got first time ever good written on the whiteboard right now. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Sometimes. Was your one night stand good? I had one good one night stand. No, actually it wasn't that good. I think, actually, I've I've had a couple and one of them was amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one of them. One I'm of them. Say one of them. One of them out of a, hand, a handful, would you say? Not maybe? quite a handful. <laughs> half half a handful. Seven. Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But the important thing is is the understanding each other and knowing what each other want. And but that is that's so something hard. That you, that's something that you build up when you have sex with someone. Or so would you say that there should be a select time before you go home with someone for me i'm a romantic and we all know that yeah god i've been that forever for a long time yeah yeah. um so i know when i get urges because i have a quite a low sex drive like i don't need i don't need it all see i'm the i'm opposite i'm a horny bitch yeah so i can (laughs) i can have like sex and then be good for like two months yeah it's like jesus that's sad but who knows maybe maybe the next person that i get involved with can change that um but i now feel like i need more of a connection Mm. Mm. on an emotional side yeah and like i'm looking for a partner rather than just like yeah let's just have sex whatever even my boyfriend and we were together for eight months but Mm. i slept with him the first night i met him yeah you know but that's just that's just me like i'm just impulsive and i just kind of I also kind of feel like maybe that's the only reason that men kind of want to hang out with me. Because oh, I'm a moron. Because I'm a fucking crazy bitch. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'll just give it away straight away so you keep wanting oh, to hang out with me. Is that... Oh, really? Yeah. Do you feel... How do you feel about that? Shit. I was going to say... But like, I mean, that's, why, not, that's okay. why I have a um, psychologist that I see <laughs> every month. <laughs> And I know that other people feel the same. Like yeah, it's it's fine. 100%. It's just it's a it's a common experience for a lot of people. But I, yeah. yeah, so I'm thinking, as you said, like for yourself, you want yeah. to have a partner. And so I'm thinking, like the next time if I meet somebody who's 
who I actually like. Like, yeah. I was thinking about it this morning and I was like, maybe I can just... Not sleep with them. Not sleep with them straight away. Because it is... It beca- <laughs> Go on a date with me, babe. I'm not going to sleep with you straight well, away. Okay. I'm at the point now where I just want to be wined and dined. But just as easy... <laughs> I can wine and dine you, baby. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it is so easy to have a host stage and be in a host stage and mm. get sex that people are forgetting what it's like to take people on a date. And, and like, what if sex was special? And like, I don't even, like... <laughs> kind of know what that's like yeah because sex is just something i do (laughs) it's just an impulsive reaction but i'm sure it could be special making the comparison so i lost my virginity to my high school love my first love of my life Mm. and it was so special yeah and like i made that bitch wait for a year yeah we were together for a year and i was like i'm not ready and he's like i respect that and i was like i'm glad that you respect me (laughs) and was a little itty bitty romantic and that's fine um but when you are having sex with someone and like they tell you that they love you and like you can make all of these things happen to your partner because they love you it is so different Mm. to a guy literally screwing you and watching a film in the same time yeah Yeah. it is a very different type of thing but in the same respect like I think sometimes I with a host age in general it can be really good because you can get your shit out of the way it's and you're just, working on yeah. you. Like, I don't regret it. No, not at all. No. I don't regret it at all. Because it taught me exactly what I wanted. The doubts that I had at the end of my mm. relationship, mm. I fulfilled through my host age. Yeah. And I was like, he's not giving me what I need. Yeah. And that's a me problem just as much as he's not giving me what I need. Yeah. But I found that in what experience I had through other people. And I think it's just comforting to know that everybody goes through it. And like, I guess that's kind of the point we're trying to make in this podcast. Yeah. And I'm trying to wrap this up because I feel yeah. like we've been talking for a long time yeah. and you have to go to work. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, just, it's just something everyone goes through and it's not good or bad strictly. It's just about the experiences you have. It can be bad. It can be good. It's just like personally what you go through. Yeah. You know? I think overall a host age is necessary. Whether it's for you or not, that's your decision. Mm. But um, I think a lot of growth comes from certainly experiencing sexual things yeah. and um, branching out. Anyway, um, as as we say from the start, we're not professionals, but honestly, we couldn't share less. 